Welcome to Yara's Grow the Future podcast. Yara is the global leader in crop nutrition knowledge and a producer of quality fertilizer products. Grow the future with Yara. Hello again and welcome. I'm Ken Rundle and as promised, I'm talking brassicas this time. With me is Tom DeCamp, Yara's area manager and specialist in field vegetables, which brassicas certainly are, from various types of cabbage to cauliflower and broccoli. They are also, Tom, crops vulnerable to the buyer's interpretation of quality and a very volatile market. And one of the things driving that volatility is the weather, like this season, where long dry periods of stressed plants around the country. So I suppose the nutrient management options for growers now depends on where the crop is in the growing cycle, Tom. Yeah, um, the spring plantings in particular on brassica crops, um, we've had a prolonged dry spell. I'm based here in uh, South Lincolnshire. Uh, in the fens, just on the edge of the fens, where obviously a lot of the brassica growing is a big area for brassicas. Well, we had a long, cold, prolonged spring, so plantings were generally later. The soil temperature didn't get up until sort of that route, that five, six degrees until very late in the spring. So later plantings uh, went in cold. They've struggled. And then we've had a prolonged dry spell. We've just actually had some rain here uh, last night, but... Um, it's been it's been dry and they're stressed. They're small. They're stressed, and they need something to kick them along a bit um, uh, just at the moment. So that's that's what we're looking at on the brassica crop at the moment. Yeah, they're relying on the the basics that were done at planting time, and that can't be altered, can it? No, they put a base dressing in, um, <clears throat> a typical sort of base dressing that uh, the Yara would uh, advocate using would be something like the Miller Complex, which is a twelve, eleven, eighteen, a balanced lowish in um mpk fertilizer good quality compound fertilizer that um probably up to about 100 kgs of n in the base that's what's generally recommended some do a little bit more depending on whether they're covering or not but so they're relying on that and obviously if the moisture is not there um they're struggling to get hold of it so they are they are wanting something just to kick them along a bit uh, just just now and so that's where the top dressings come in. Is, and yeah. how do the top dressings actually address this stress issue? What they're really wanting is some sort of tonic. I mean, they need water uh, as much as anything. But so in the past or years ago, they would probably look at just applying a straight ammonium nitrate type uh, fertilizer to, to get the crop going. But we've had lots of problems with scorch, particularly in dry conditions, uh, with straight ammonium nitrate. In fact, I remember... When I used to spend quite a lot of time down in Cornwall, uh, they used to be applying fertiliser just before rain, so it would be washed off the leaves, because ammonium nitrate in particular can scorch. If it lodges on the leaves or settles in the leaf fold on a crop like leeks, for example, it can scorch quite badly. So for quite a while now, we've been using our calcium nitrate product, the Tropicoat, which is a 15.5% N and 26% CAO calcium product so that provides instant nitrate nitrogen and readily available calcium straight away and very little risk of scorch so that's been a bit of a, a game changer in terms of top dressing on the crops solid product it's a granular product that will spread well as well so little and often is the best approach with that and you'll get that instant pickup even in dry conditions it's a very hydroscopic product so it will start to break down and, and provide readily that nutrient straight away to the crop get it going you can you can see a change in about three to seven days you'll see movement of the crop 
And while we talk about, if you like, major nutrients, there are others that are important, particularly boron. Boron, well, we started off with the Tropico, which was straight calcium nitrate. And then over the years, we've uh, had the product uh, Nitrobor, which is calcium nitrate, just the same Tropico product, but with added boron. Um, and there's a big synergy between calcium and boron and its uptake. And boron is particularly important for sort of heart rot and internal stem rot breakdown of brassica crops. So calcium and boron and nitrate nitrogen all together uh, is is an even better product to be applied to a brassica crop. And it's probably taken over from the Tropico now, Ken. There's probably more nitrobor used now as a top dressing than the straight Tropico. And that's something you'd recommend in these conditions? We can, yeah, we put it on in dry conditions. Um, it's, as I say, it's, you're not going to get the scorch issues with it and it will actually do something, as opposed to putting some other form of top dressing on, which will probably just sit there dry and not do much until they get a bit of rain. But we will, we will get that breakdown and availability of nutrients straight away. So it's, it's got to be the right way to go, really. Yeah, definitely. Every gardener, let alone every commercial brassica grower, knows about the dangers of club root, which is endemic in the UK. You've told me previously that boron and calcium nitrate combine to help limit club root in a crop. Is that still the case? I mean, club root, not just in Scotland, to be fair. It's, it's absolutely everywhere where you're growing brassicas in the UK, particularly in Lincolnshire. Um, most fields will have areas of club root. You see it particularly in areas where, in I mean, the fens, you would think the fields are fairly flat, but they do have dips and they roll a bit. And the club root particularly likes the lower areas, sort of the wetter areas. It like What that club root zoospore does is it actually swims to the root hair and infects that brassica crop. So it, need, it likes moist soils. Um, you can't... Cultural methods are important, but it's very difficult. You can't rotate away from club root because... Yeah, there's a finite amount of land that you can grow good, grow good brassica crops on, so that's not always easy. pH, you can lime and get the pH right, that's quite important. Um, but one of the things we've been doing is trying to, as I said, that, that club root infects the brassica crop through the root hair and it swims to its host. So, so what we're doing, we've been applying calcium nitrate and in particular the nitrobore, calcium nitrate plus plus uh, boron and enriching that soil solution with both calcium and, bo and boron and uh, for some reason there's a lot of science behind it and there's still there's still a lot of research going on it it the that club root zoospore doesn't like swimming through a soil solution enriched with those two nutrients and consequently we're seeing good reductions and good suppression of of club root by using that product as well as the nutrient benefits as well in general so uh, yeah that's worked very well very well indeed. Some interesting science there, and will be interesting to yeah. hear the results of some of that research that's going on. What about foliar applications? Do they have a, a role in all of this? They certainly do. And uh, on our Yara Vita side, which is the micronutrient side, foliar side, we've got two products in particular uh, that, that are very good on brassicas, and that is, they are the Brassitrol, as the name implies, to be used on, uh, on brassica crops. It's... Uh, they're conics, really, as well as putting a nice bit of water on the crop, you're putting nutrient on as well. So we recommend that they go on at, at least 200 litres of water, so you're getting plenty of coverage of the crop. Uh, of course, it's important that you've got good leaf area to get to land these products on, but they're a, they're a multi-nutrient product. The Brassicella has boron, manganese, calcium, molybdenum, and, of course, a bit of nitrogen as well. 
you can apply it three to four litres per hectare. And we recommend, once again, best possible way to apply any nutrient onto a brassica crop will be little and often. So 10 to 14 day intervals, and they tank mix with fungicides and other products. They're good compatibility, so you can do several jobs. When you're going through the crop with, with another product, you can put some of this on each time. And they give a good boost and a good pickup uh, to, to a brassica crop that may be struggling a bit in the, in the uh, present, present conditions. So this is a short, sharp podcast, Tom, but so you're urging growers to do what with their brassica crops at the moment, given the, the season we've lived through? They need a boost. They need picking up. So you either use a solid form of uh, Tropicote or Nitrobore. Uh, little and often, you don't need to put big amounts on, but keep feeding them, keep giving them a boost, either in that form, or if you're going through fungicide, pesticide, you can mix it with the brass, the, the Brassitrol, uh, multi-nutrient uh, liquid, liquid applied product or the crop lift pro which is another multi-nutrient product uh, has about eight different micronutrients in it an mpk uh, folia and these are like they act like tonics basically they, you put in a bit of uh, water effectively onto the crop and you're giving them a boost and a pickup as well and you do see instant reactions and that and, and that'll that'll keep them going and pick them up until we get the rain and the crop really moves and keeps them looking in good order all the way through to both externally in terms of the leaf's important and the internal side as well keep them going all the way through so you've got a good looking viable crop when we reach harvest one that doesn't get rejections from the buyers well this is it they'll find anything wrong they'll find a bit of scorch or a bit of internal browning or not the right size or anything else if 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 they've got a glutted crop um they will find some reason to reject so we're trying to to help the grower to get a crop that goes through is marketable without any penalties for blemishes or internal quality so definitely help with this as well well worth the investment tom de camp yarrisfield vegetable specialist thanks very much and let's hope the blemishes and stress factors grows fear from a season like this are minimized and the buyers have little to nitpick about i'm ken rundle and i'll be back in a couple of weeks time when i plan to talk oilseed rape so i'll speak to you then Thanks for listening to Yara's Grow the Future podcast. For more information, visit yara.co.uk or yara.ie.